Hi there, welcome to church this morning. How are you guys doing? All right, today is interesting because um, it is the 31st of May and um, I'm actually starting a new series today because tomorrow is the first day of June. So we're starting a new series titled God Can Be Trusted. All right, God can be trusted. Hallelujah. Let's say that one more time. God can be trusted. I need you to say it out loud like a minute. Say, God can be trusted. Hallelujah. It's actually one of my wife's favorite saying. It has become popular amongst uh, the women and all that. But but it's absolutely true. It's, it's powerfully true. God can be trusted. If God ever had an obsession, if God ever had something he wanted badly uh, from human beings, it is their trust. God wants us to trust him. God wants us to trust him. In fact, the whole relationship we have with God is built on trust. Trust is such a vital thing. And um, listen, you, you can't even be all you are meant to be if you don't have that trust in God. God can be trusted. Hallelujah. God can be trusted. Now, let's look at this. Um, let's start from Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 17. All right. It says, Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8, it says, Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord. Are you seeing this? So blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord. He said, for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreaded out her roots by the river. He said, and he and shall not see when heat cometh. He said, but her leaf shall be green and he shall not be careful in the year of drought. <laughs> that looks like this kind of year. He said, neither shall cease from bearing fruit. I want to read that again. I want to read that again. Jeremiah 17. In fact, let, let, me, let, me, let me start from verse 5. So that we'll start from where they talked about people that trust in man. Then we'll move to people that trust in God. So Jeremiah 17 from verse 5. It says, Thus says the Lord, It's a cost be the man that trusted in man. All right, you need to note that when you see words like this, cursed or blessed, it doesn't always mean that God is placing a curse on people. <laughs> Many people thought that word, but that's not what it means. What it usually means when God is talking like this, he's saying, the word cursed there is talking about empowered to fail. The word blessed is talking about empowered to succeed. So in other words, what he's saying is that you are going to fail when you go that way. You are, you are setting yourself up for failure when you go that way. Okay, it's like somebody headed, you know, to a, a, a location that is this way by my right and is on high speed by the left. You see, that guy is cursed. It's not, it's not Satan chasing him. That guy will never get to where he's going. Do you understand? If I tell him he won't get there, I'm not abusing him. I'm not a hater. I'm not beefing him. You know, that's what this generation thinks. That anybody telling you the truth is against you. No, I'm not a hater. If that guy is on the high speed this way, you know, he will never get to where he's going if it's this way. So that's what the scripture is saying. He's saying, look. When you are putting your trust in men, you will never get to where you're going. That would be my cost here. So let's go on. It said, verse 5, it said, Thus said the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusted in another man. It says, And maketh flesh his arm, whose heart 
has departed from the Lord. Very important. Whose heart has departed from the Lord? Whenever you trust man, you can't trust God at the same time. That's what they're trying to say. If you trust man, you can't trust God at the same time. Like, like my, 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 one of my fathers in the faith, Bishop Wedgo, will say, he said, you can't look up and look down at the same time. If you're looking up to God, <laughs> you can't also be looking down at the same time. If you're looking down, you can't look up at the same time. So if your eyes are on men, usually your eyes are removed from the Lord. And they say you are cursed. You are empowered to fail. You are not going to get there. It says, Cursed is the man, trusted the man, who's, who has made flesh his arm, and whose heart has departed from the Lord. Now verse 6 says, For he shall be like the heath in the desert. It said, And shall not see even when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land, and not inhabited. Verse 7 says, Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, he said, and whose hope the Lord is. See verse 8. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat comes. Hallelujah. Are you seeing the scriptures, guys? They said this guy that puts his trust in God, he won't even see when trouble comes. He doesn't even know what you're talking about. He won't see it. Hi, I, do, I wish you could understand what I'm saying. And, 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 and I prophesy to you watching me today that you will be that man that trusts the Lord. You won't experience the hardship when it comes. You won't see heat when it comes. That's the word of God. And I decree that over you in the name of Jesus. Even at these times, you will start new businesses. At these times, you will flourish. You will blossom. You will grow. You will thrive in the name of Jesus. Interestingly, in our own church, we've been getting testimonies upon testimonies upon testimonies. People have been prospering at this time. In fact, somebody still sent me a message last, this week that they dedicated their house. Can you imagine that? In the midst of COVID-19 lockdown, people are doing housewarming. People are dedicating cars. People are getting promotions. Somebody also sent me a message, testimony about a big job breakthrough that they got that is in the millions. And she had never ended like that before. You know, blessings upon blessings. Listen, the word of God is true. If you can trust God, God is real. God is true. So look what it says here. He said, it shall be like a tree planted by rivers of waters. He spreaded out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green. Hallelujah. Her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. He won't be careful. He won't be afraid in the year of drought. He said, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Hallelujah. He said, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. It's meaning that no matter what, this guy will still bear fruits. That will be your testimony. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. I love this so much. I love this so much. This is so powerful. So God is saying that if you can put your trust in me, instead of in man, instead of in what you can see, he said you will thrive no matter the season. That is such a big promise. That is such a big pledge. You know, what is trust? Let's, 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 let's go to the next level. What does it mean to trust? What does trust mean? Now, I'll, I'll, I'll share from basic English dictionary of what trust is. Trust is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, or ability of someone or something. All right? I'll say that again. Trust is the firm belief, or it's a firm belief, in the reliability, the truth, or ability, all right, of someone or something. One more time. Trust is the firm belief in the reliability, truth, or ability of someone or something. 
And that's what God is just saying. Look, guys, I know you guys might face a lot of things in this season. I know you might face a lot of things, even in the different seasons of your life. Because it's not only this season that, that is special. The truth is that people, are going, people face challenges at different phases. There's the phase of where, you know, you're, you're trying to get into school for some people. There's a phase in where you're trying to get a job for other people. Some people is a phase where they're trying to get married. All of them are phases where you will need to be trust, learning how to trust God. You know, some is to have children. <laughs> you know, I remember that phase in our own life. It took us about eight years to have our first child. So I knew how it was. I knew how it was when I was trusting God to even get married in the first place. You know, so it's like that. Phases where you're trusting God to, for your business to prosper. You're trusting God to get a house. You're trusting God for money. You're trusting God for whatever. The truth is that we will always need to learn how to trust God. We will always need to trust God. Hallelujah. So it says it's a firm belief. It's a firm belief in the reliability truth or ability of someone or something. So we all need trust to work with God. We need trust. God is challenging us and giving us a big opportunity. Say, look, if you can put your trust in me, no matter what you face, you will come out on top. You will come out victorious. It will be well with you. No matter what you face, if you can put your trust in me, if you can trust God. And that is my challenge to you today. God can be trusted. He is reliable. He has ability. You understand? He has integrity. That's what they mean. Reliability, integrity, and ability. That's what they were trying to say there. So God is reliable. God has integrity. God has ability. All right? Reliability, integrity, and ability. I mean, there is no other person you can trust on this earth like God. No other person is 100%, 100% of the time like God, if you can just trust him. It's such a beautiful thing to do, and it's a big challenge. So Jeremiah 17 is telling us that cost is the man that trusts in man, that makes flesh his arm. In other words, that makes human beings his support. That's what his arm there means. He said he makes flesh, that's human beings, his arm. He said that man will see, when trouble comes, he will be involved in that trouble. When a hard time comes, he will have that hard time. But he said, blessed is the one that trusted in God. He said, him, he will not see when heat comes. That his roots will be like, if they are connected to rivers of water, he will continue to bear fruit. He said, he will bear fruit in every season. Hallelujah. He said, he will bear fruit in every season. I pray that over your life. You will bear fruit in every season. Your leaves will always be green. In the name of Jesus, I curse every dryness over your life in the name of Jesus. You will bear fruit. You will yield. Even when others seem not to be prospering, you will prosper. In the name of Jesus, you will not know any dry season. I decree that over your life. Channels of blessings, channels of opportunities will keep coming into your life. In the name of Jesus, there will be no scarcity. There will be no delay in your seasons. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I just love the scripture. I seem not to be able to go past Jeremiah 17. So, in other words, God is saying, hey guys, trust me. You need to put your trust in me. You need to trust me for your life. Trust me to deliver. Trust me no matter what you are going through. Don't put your trust in men. So, we have two options. We can either trust men or trust God. We can either trust men or trust God. I like the way it's said in um, Psalm 20. We're going to read that next week in detail, but I'll just mention here. It's a popular scripture. It says, some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses. He said, but we shall trust in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says, some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses. He said, but we shall trust in the name of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. That's all you need, guys. You need to learn how to trust God. You need to learn how to depend on God, how to trust God. And we're going to try and teach that in the course of, of this month or this new series. Learn how to trust God. God can be trusted. God can be trusted. Hallelujah. This is so powerful. All right. Like I said, if God ever had an obsession, it would be for him to be trusted. And why do we need to trust God? I'll mention three reasons. There are probably more, but I'll mention three reasons why we need to trust God. Number one, reason why you need to learn how to trust God or, or to trust God, you know, is because you really can't run your own life. Let me say this way. We can't run our own lives. I don't know about you, but I'm not the pilot of my life at all. You know that sticker that says Jesus is the pilot of this car or whatever, whatever. We all need that. You can't run your life. That's why that popular song that, that was ringing at the time, Jesus take the wheel. It was a great song. You know, a lot of people connected with the song. But I didn't really connect with the song because I'd never touched the wheel. Why do I want the wheel? I don't know where I'm going. I don't even know how this is. I mean, how many of us knew that there was going to be COVID-19 this year? All of us had different plans by the end of last year. You can't run your life. You should know that by now, that you are not competent enough to be the sole pilot of your life. You can be a co-pilot and have Jesus as the main pilot, then whatever he tells you to do, you do it. That's great. But you can't be the one running your life. So I never sang that song. Or I never connected with the song, Jesus, take the wheel, because I never took the wheel. I've never, I've never even seen the wheel of my life. Where, where do I know that I'm going? You know, and, 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 uh, you know, like I said, it's a great song. And there are even people that have five-year plans, ten-year plans. I've never been like that. How do I know what's going to happen in ten years? I just, all I know, all my plan is to trust God. That's my, that's my winning plan. That's my plan A and my plan B and my plan C. Hallelujah. To trust God. Because the things that are happening, things that are unfolding, nobody can predict. And we, you can't run your life. So it's better to practice how to trust God. It's better to practice how to trust God. Hallelujah. So the first reason why we should trust God is because we can't run our lives. We, we can't have all the bases covered. There are so many t- twists and turns. There are so many things that can happen in life. The, you know, you know, I don't know about you, but this is my first attempt at life. I don't know if you have lived before. If this is your first time, then you are not in a position, you are not experienced enough to know what to do at this stage of your life. You don't know. It's so, sometimes when you have passed the stage, you will learn. But you need to just trust God. You don't know. It, it, I, I, we've never lived before. Hallelujah. This is our first chance at it. You know, so so there's so much to do, so much going on in our lives, you know, that we're not capable of making all the decisions ourselves. That's why we need to learn how to trust God. I'll read you a scripture that buttresses this point. Proverbs chapter 3. All right. So, like I said, you know, there's so much we don't know. There's so much uncertainty in life. Putting your hand in the hand of somebody that is trustworthy is the best way to do it. Is the best way to do it. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. It says, and lean not unto your own understanding. Did you see that? There are many people that want to run their own lives by themselves. They said, no, you can't. You're not capable. You see, there are three ways you can get wisdom, or three ways you can run your life. Number one is by your wisdom. That one is the weakest one. Because you, you are just learning even about your own life. There are things about you that you don't even know. So, Three ways you can run your life is by your own wisdom, which is down is lowest. Second one is by experienced people's wisdom. That one is a bit better, but the truth is that their own experience can be limited because human, human, human life is so unique. 
There are some, for instance, there are some people that they, they need to go to school to make it. Some other people need to drop out of school to make it. So the guy that goes to school and makes it, he will tell everybody that the only way to make it is to go to school. But people like Bill Gates and Cole have dropped out of school and made it, will tell you a different story. The point is that your life is so unique. So even if you want to learn and copy from other people, you can't copy everything word for word because your life is custom built around you. It's like choosing a wife for somebody. You can't choose a wife for somebody because somebody you won't like, somebody else will come and love the person. So if they leave you to choose, you will choose the person you think you will like, but that might not be who they will like. So these things happen all the time. So first, first way to run your life is by your own wisdom. That's weak. And second way is by other people's wisdom. That's better, but it's still weak. The third way, which is the best way, is to run your life based on the wisdom of God because he's the all-wise God. He's your creator. He's the creator of life. He's the ancient of days. He has all the experience you can ever need. He has, been, he has, he has existed even before the earth. So when he gives you advice, it's going to work. He knows you. He said before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you. So he even knows what you should do. He knows what will work for you. He knows what won't work before you even start it. He knows something you can get that will make you unhappy, but you think it will make you happy. He sees the end from the beginning. That's what the Bible says. He sees the end from the beginning. So it makes sense to trust him. All right? You can't run your life by yourself. So see, see Proverbs 3, 5. as already said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. He said, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Hallelujah. He said, be not wise in thy own eyes. He said, fear the Lord, depart from evil. He said, shall be held to you and all that, all that, all that. You know what? God is just trying to say, look, trust me. Trust me. So the first reason why we need to trust God is because we can't run our lives ourselves. Okay? You, can't, you don't know what to do. You can't run your life. Second reason. Second reason why you should trust God, you know, is because God is in control of the earth. God is in control of the earth. What does this mean? You know, this means that there are so many things that he is in charge of that he can, he can affect and control for your sake. He's in charge of the whole earth. He says he knows the end from the beginning. He's the all-wise God. He's, he's not only omniscient, as in he's, every, he's not all knowing, he's also omnipresent, he's everywhere at every time. You know, he's, he's just an amazing God. And because he knows so much, because he's so much himself, it's difficult for him to explain everything to you. All right? It's difficult for him to explain everything to you. So, you know, let me explain what I'm saying. So, it's like your child. If you have a small child... You know, and you are trying to tell him, oh, this is the best thing for you to do. At that time, the child might not know that you are giving the best advice. The only way the child can live well is by trusting you and trusting your wisdom. God is so powerful. However, sometimes when he's doing something in your life, you won't even, you can't understand. It's not every time he's doing something you can understand what he's doing. He sees the end from the beginning. So there are things he's doing now that is, it looks like he's hurting you, but it's for your own good. So you need to learn to trust him because without trusting him, you can't get the best from him. If you want to wait till you understand everything God is doing to obey him, then you are never going to be able to obey him. You see, trusting God sometimes is at the end you see that it was a good idea. You, you might not know when you are in the situation. You see, that, that's the same principle of obedience and disobedience. Every disobedience has long-lasting impact that you will never see at the time, at the point in question. Same thing with every obedience. It has long-lasting blessing that you will not see at the time. 
You can't see it at the time. Sometimes it's 10 years after you will know that, oh, thank you, Lord, for preserving me from making that decision. But you see, if you didn't trust God to just obey, that prayer would have been, oh, God, I regret not obeying you 10 years ago. I don't know if you're going to understand what I'm saying. So there's so much power. You're not, you need to just trust God. You can't understand all his instructions all the time. You just have to trust him. Sometimes it's in retrospect. It's in, it's in hindsight, hindsight that we'll know that, ah, thank God we obeyed. Thank God we obeyed. It's like, it's like all the instructions in scripture. You need to realize none of them are for God's benefit. They are all for your benefit. So you need to, it's, it takes trust for you saying, I don't understand this thing. It's not even easy for me to do now. I don't even see why I should be doing it. But I trust God because I know that he always does things in my favor. I trust that he is a good God. I trust that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So I'm going to go ahead and obey him whether it's easy or not, whether I understand or not. And at the end, it usually turns out for your good. That's why you need to trust God because you don't know everything he's doing. You don't know everything that is going on in the world. There's, you know, there are people that God has told don't travel. And they don't, they don't understand. There are so many stories like that. Somebody wants to travel. You know, I've heard a story like that. Uh, um, a great man of God was sharing how that, you know, one of his staff in the office um, was traveling for, I think, somebody's burial or something like that, or somebody's wedding. And the man of God just felt in his heart that this guy shouldn't go. He told him, don't, don't go for that trip. And the guy said, no, he has already given his word. And the man of God said, are your words immutable? You are a human being. Tell them you can't make it. And the guy said, no, he has to go. When the pastor left to go and do something in the office, the guy entered the car and took off. He sent, the pastor came out and found out he had gone. He told the other guys, chase him and catch him. Before they could get to where he was, they found him under a trailer. He had an accident. He died. So, so you see, the reason why, why he was still willing to go was because he couldn't see why God was saying, don't go. So you have to trust God. If you're going to walk with God, because he's all-knowing, all-seeing, omnipresent and omniscient, there are some things he, just, he can't explain to you. He just has to tell you, do this. And you have to trust him and do it anyway. In spite of how you feel, in spite of how it looks. There are so many stories like that. Remember the, the story of the widow of Zarephath? She was a widow. She, she had, she, there was no food. There had been no rain for three and a half years. Everybody was living based on you know, agriculture those days. So no rain for three and a half years. There was serious famine. Worse than COVID-19 lockdown. Serious famine in the land. And the man of God came. In fact, God had commanded the widow to give her last food. So the man of God came and confirmed that confirmation and said, you know, give me your last food. And she has, the woman herself said, this is our last food. Me and my son will eat it and we will die. And the man of God said, give me that last one. And the Bible says she gave that last one and that it didn't run dry. She didn't die. She was supernaturally sustained. Now, you see, at the point she was giving it, she had to trust. She didn't know for certain what was going to happen. She had to trust God. You know, people today will say, oh, why do we ask people to give? Why do we ask people to tithe? Well, God said, prove me now. You see, I didn't write the scripture on tithing. I just practice it. I just trust God. He said, prove me now. God, I mean, this, that's the only time God asks people to test me. He said, you just test me for yourself. Test me. If I will not cause blessings to come. And many people still find it hard to do. So there's COVID-19 lockdown. God is not on lockdown. The principles of God are not on lockdown. Still keep practicing the word. They work. Giving, tithing. They still work. Practice the word of God. Trust him. Don't trust me. I'm not the one keeping the word. Trust God. He has never failed before. 
He has never lied before. In fact, the way the Bible says it, I say it's impossible for God to lie. Do you understand? That means even if God wanted to lie, even if he wanted to lie, he won't be able to lie. Hallelujah. Even if he wanted to lie. All right. So second reason why we need to trust God, because we don't know everything he's doing. He's in control. We can't understand before we, we can't wait to understand before we obey. We just have to obey. And the third reason why we should trust God is that that's the only way we can go through tough times. All right? Trusting God is the only way we can go through tough times. And we are in a season in the, in the whole world where it seems to be a tough time economically, seems to be a tough time in people's career. Trusting God is the only way to go through it. When things are tough, trusting God is the only way to go through it. For this one, I'll read Psalm 56. It says, from verse 3, it said, What time I am afraid... I will trust in thee. Hallelujah. He said, anytime, that's what he's trying to say. Anytime I'm afraid, I will trust in thee. He said, in God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, let, 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 let me read it from the beginning, from verse 1. It says, be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. Hallelujah. The fighting, he, he fighting daily oppressed me. He said, my enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me. Do you see this? He said, what time I'm afraid, I will trust in God. The guy was sharing the fact that, you know, there are many obstacles, many challenges. But he said, I will trust in God. Trusting in God is the only way we can go through tough times. I don't know what you are facing. I don't know what you are going through. My advice is very simple. Put your trust in God. And what does that mean? It means look unto God. Look unto God. It doesn't mean God won't use people to help you. But you see, you can't put your eyes on people. You can't put your trust in people. What this means is that even before you call someone or ask for help, please make sure you talk to God about it first. If you're going through anything, God is the first person you should talk to. God is the first person you should look onto. The only time you should involve people is people he leads you to talk to. You know, sometimes he will not, he'll bring the help from somewhere you are not expecting. In fact, he loves to do that. He specializes in doing that, in bringing the help from where you least expect. There are many people you are keeping malice with now, fighting because you thought they should help, should have helped you when you were in trouble. Some of them are not the ordained ones to help you. God always wants to remain the supreme being in your life. He wants to have the sovereignty of help in your life. In other words, he's saying, look, I know there are many people around you. I will choose who I will bring. If I need to bring a raven from a far country to bless you, I will. But you keep looking at, you know, things you can see. You keep looking at people you know or your present channel of business. You say, this must be the way God will bless me. God can open other channels. Don't be stuck on any channel. Just focus on the source. The source can use many channels. The source source can use any channel he likes. So that's what God wants to train us to do. He wants to train us to get to the point where even though there are many channels around us, we don't focus on them. Instead, we focus on God. And he's free to use channels we know or channels we don't even know. I'm telling you, God can just import someone where you're not expecting. Every time you're trying to put too much exertion and too much physical strength, you're making flesh your arm. Say so you, will, you will partake of the trouble then. You will partake of the heat. But when you put your eyes on God, you depend on God. You, 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 you know it that God will help you. He said he will surely come through for you. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. Glory to God. Come on, say with me, God can be trusted. Say it out loud again. Say, God can be trusted. 
decree it now, Lord, I put my trust in you and in you alone. Some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but I will trust in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I pray for anyone watching right now. I pray for you. If for any reason, you know, you don't know the Lord, you don't have a relationship with Jesus, this is a good time to learn to trust God. And if there's anyone else facing a hard time, I pray for you. God will come through for you. As you put your eyes on God, he will come through over that situation. He will show up for you in the name of Jesus. And I pray for every tither, every giver. In this season, there will be no dry season. You will see new channels of blessing, new opportunities of blessing. Even, even you know, you, it might not be the people you're expecting that will help you, but help will come. It might not be the channel you're expecting, but the channel, will, the, you, the blessing will flow in the name of Jesus. I decree that over you. Have a blessed month. The month of June will be a blessed month for you. The heavens will be open over your life in the month of June in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you and see you next week. Amen.